What's happening, friends? Welcome to Tuesday's show. Morning, studio. Morning. Morning. Today's Faith Hill's birthday. By the way, as lovely as could be, love Faith Hill. You know, one of the you know real wonderful parts of this job is that I've been able to form uh, friendships or friendly acquaintances with people that I looked up to when I was a kid. And Tim and Faith are a couple of those people. And I just love them both. And her birthday is today. She's a country singer. She is an actress. She's playing Margaret Dutton in the new Yellowstone prequel. Oh, yeah. 1883, which I did see Tim McGraw post a couple days ago an Instagram picture of his chair. Like makeup chair? Like his chair he sits on on set. Oh. And it, it said like 1883 on it, McGraw or something mm. like that. So they're in the middle of that. Uh, and that will premiere December 19th this year. Mm-hmm. That's weird because the other Yellowstone's it. just – The other Yellowstone's been – Recorded for like nine years, or we don't have it yet. Weird. Wow. Uh, but that that happens this year only on Paramount Plus, though. Will that drive you to get Amy Roll Drives? <laughs> yeah, it'll it's, drive. It's another me. streaming service. Yeah, I can't get it through anything else that I have. Nothing. I don't think so. Okay. You sound like me trying to watch football games on the weekend because <laughs> I don't have Direct TV, <laughs> and I'm trying everything to watch games. And so I can always get the lo- I can always get the Titans game because that's local, and then the game of the week here. But I'm just struggling. One of my friends sent me, he's like, hey, go to this. You can watch all the games for free. Now I have like 19 ads. And for some reason, I, I feel like someone's watching me. Yeah. They probably are. <laughs> probably. Um, Faith Hill, 54 today. Here are our top five radio songs. What do you think is our biggest song? Take this, this Kiss. This Kiss. It's the or way the one you with Tim. Um, it's Your Love. It's Your Love. She uh, is the number seven. Okay. Yeah, okay, yeah. Well, I'll just listen for you. Okay. You we did your thing where you that. guessed. No, no, no. <laughs> Uh, number six was Peace of My Heart. Take it. Which is? Janice Joplin. A cover. Oh, I didn't yes. know that. It's Janice Joplin I guess song. I didn't. At number five, It Matters to Me. When we don't talk. It's been when three we weeks at number one. I oh. Heard, I haven't heard that one in a long time. That takes me back. It's a good one. At number four, This Kiss. Dang. It's the way you love me. It's a feeling like this. Number three is Wild One. She's a wild one. Good one. Jam. Yeah. Number two, spent four weeks at number one, The Way You Love Me. Oh, yeah. And then her number one song ever on radio, spent six weeks at number one. You guys haven't mentioned it yet. Anything? Mm-mm. What have you forgotten? Tim McGraw. No, we, we, said we, that. Did, we did that one. Oh, it's that was at number there. seven. Oh, You're like a goldfish. You already boo. forgot. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> um, give us a, how about you give me a hint? Uh, it's something you're doing right now. Sitting. Talking. Mm-mm. Breathe. Drinking there coffee. It is. Breathe. Oh. <laughs> there you go. Happy birthday, Faith Hill. <laughs> Sitting. Lunchbox we think is the awesome. only one breathing. Yeah. <laughs> What's up, guys? Thank you so much for hanging out with us. Let's go over and open up the mailbag. You send an email and we read it on the air. It's something we call Bobby's Mailbag. Yeah. Hello. Bobby Bones. My new boyfriend is sweet and adorable and is always showering me with sweet gifts and flowers. What could be wrong with that? Well, on our second date, he bought me some lilies and I was so happy that a guy actually bought me flowers that I must have said, I love them, I love them, I love them. Well, now all the time, he's getting me lilies. But the truth is, they're my least favorite flower and they make me sneeze. And now I'm worried if this continues to get serious, I'm going to have to have a life pretending I like to like them. What should I do? Should I tell him the truth and risk breaking his heart? Things are going so well otherwise, I don't want to rock the boat. From Shelby. This is a very minor thing. You're not going to rock a boat by this. 
if he continues to get you li- which by the way he's not going to continue doing this Mm-mm. he may be a flower guy and occasionally he gets you flowers and that's great it's going to end soon yeah but you know so it could just peter out which I imagine that's what's going to happen however you could be surprised that the lilies are making you sneeze quote unquote surprised they're like oh my goodness I love these but for, oh, for some reason <laughs> Maybe I'm allergic to these things. I've never even like I love them so much, but I think I'm. St- so you wanted oh, to act I'm sorry. during this whole thing? See yeah. how I'm doing right now? You, yeah. thought, you thought something was wrong with me, didn't you? I did. You? I Tell was about to get up and help you. That's right. You thought I was going wow. through some sort of like I was having a seizure or like a, an allergic <laughs> reaction. Okay, but what if her acting isn't good? Isn't it easier for her to just say that? Nah. Nah. Okay. I mean, really sell it. I like that, Bones. Okay. You you don't have to act it really. You can be like, I love Lily so much. It's so weird to me. I think I'm starting to be allergic to these. Oh. Just say that. That's the truth, right? Yeah. <laughs> it is, she, yeah. She loves them. No, she doesn't love them. She, she, on a second, everybody loves them. She so said happy she must have said, I love them, but I the love truth them. Is, but they're making me sneeze. They, okay, yeah. she, that's true. That's yeah. true. I didn't just make that up. Mm-hmm. So I would just go, oh my goodness, thank you again. And then be like, man, I think, I think I'm allergic to these things. Like, I love them so much. And then he will not feel like he did something wrong. And you just discovered you were allergic. And maybe the fact you're just now discovering is because no guy's ever brought you Lily so much. And he's so perfect. That wow, his perfection has actually allowed you to to be annoyed by the fact that you're just you're allergic to them. But it's not a boat rocker. Even if you said, "Hey, no more flowers." Yeah, it's not he a boat would rocker. understand. He, he'll take it. Yeah, but uh, that's gonna end soon anyway. <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Let's, let's just be honest. But about then, that. like when an anniversary or both birthday rolls around, he'll be like, "Here's your lilies, your favorite." Yeah, yeah I would just let him know you just found out that you might be allergic. Or be like, "Do you have any flonades?" For some reason, every time you get lilies, I can't breathe through my nose. <laughs> That would be my, my my tip. Let them know. It's not that big a deal anyway. We appreciate that email. Close it up there. We got your email and we read it on the air. Now it's time to close Bobby's mailbag. Yeah. Ashley McBride is nominated for three CMAs this year, including female vocalist, single, and song of the year for this song here, One Night Standards. It's just a room key. You don't got a lot to a good song like i'm using you she also has a new duet with carly pierce which we premiered last week called never wanted to be that girl i never wanted to be that girl i never wanted to hate my and so i had a great conversation with her and i wanted to play part of it here here is ashley mcbride get your bobby bones on come on you're up for three cmas yes when the list comes out and it's the one then two then three Bang. When you see one, you're like, this is probably freaking cool. When you hit three, what do you think? Or do they call you and tell you three without you before you see the list? I'm seeing them tweet out the list right. live. And so that's why I ask if you actually saw it as it was coming down or if they just said, hey, you're up for female vocalist of the year. You're up for single of the I mean, these are big awards. Yeah. So I wake up and I've got like 14 or 15 text messages. And I see that one is from uh, Nicolette Hayford, who's one of my best friends and co-writers. I've got one from my day-to-day manager and I've got one from my publisher. And, I've, and I'm like, something bad has happened. Mm. A member of the band is sick. Someone has a broken bone. Something bad has happened. And I opened it up and I chose Drew, my day-to-day manager, and I, I clicked on his little icon and there it was, was the image with the three nominations. And I went, oh God. Were you expecting a couple? You hope. But again, we had a really weird time. Yeah, that's true. So it's really kind of hard to... That's true. Especially when you don't know all the criteria. Um, you know, how, like, how does that get decided? And I, I'm just 
it doesn't get old, and I'm thankful for it, especially to see my little face up there next to Miranda's and Marin's and Carly's. Was it always what you were going to do as a 17-year-old? Were you going to move to Nashville and be a songwriter? A thousand percent. That was it. A thousand percent. And I went to school like you're supposed to, and I studied music because I did. what else am I going to study? There's nothing else takes up my brain space. So here I go with my French horn off to Arkansas State. And I want to learn about your French horn, French horn scholarship at Arkansas State. Wow. Yeah. Of every instrument. I think that's last on what I put the list of you playing. Uh, yeah. Scholarship. It's also that's the, the hardest Kirby one, right? Yeah. Wow. Um, how, how do you start on French horn? Well, you start as a trumpet player and then your school doesn't have enough French horn players. And the band director <laughs> asks you, can you figure out how to play a French horn? And you say yes. I do want to talk about this, this new song that you wrote. If I'm right here. You wrote this with Carly and Shane McAnally. Yep. So it's called Never Wanted to Be That Girl. I'm going to play a little clip of it here. I never wanted to be that girl I never wanted to hate myself I thought this kind of lonely only happens to somebody else I'm always curious about, because it's you, Carly, and Shane. Yeah. All three great songwriters. You and Carly are both artists. Who gets the song? And when you walk in and you have the idea, were you writing for Carly? Were you just writing? I think the way I understand it was my publisher asked, were there any artists I would like to write with? And I think Carly was posed the same question and we had each mentioned each other's name. So that's how the write kind of happens. We both worked with Shane before and really liked what we got. So the three of us together was going to make sense. And they were already in the room chit-chatting by the time I got there. And Carly said, you can shoot it down if you want to, but I'd love to write a duet. And I said, that's awesome. That's what I was thinking the whole way here was when was the last time we had a female duet? And I think um, that you and I would have a really good shot at it, especially given that we write so well with Shane. And um, So you wrote to sing it together. Yeah, we wrote so it on, on, mind, on purpose. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I think you're one of, and I mean this is a, in a complimentary way, you're one of the few album artists. Thank you. That that I will invest. Time. I'm so, I need a couple songs and I'm done. But right. there, there were a few. You, Casey... Uh, Old Dominion. Yeah, Brandy's that way. And you know, it's all songwriting. Now that I start to say this out loud, it's all it's songwriting more yeah. than it is anything else. But you're definitely an album artist, and I don't know if that means anything. That's to a you. high compliment. Thank but you. Uh, but thank you for coming. All right, there she is, Ashley McBride. The Bobby Bone Show. All right, what a cool conversation with Ashley McBride. We actually spoke for an hour. That's only like four minutes of that hour. If you want to hear the rest of that, which was just amazing, go search for my podcast called The Bobby Cast. Subscribe. We'd love it if you subscribed. But check it out. Ashley McBride and me hanging out for an hour. The latest from Nashville and Hollywood. Morgan number two's 30 Second Skinny. Keith Urban released a new song for the season finale of Nine Perfect Strangers called Crimson Blue. I know there's more beyond what I see. Lainey Wilson's song, Things a Man Oughta Know, just became her first number one. The song was inspired by lessons her parents taught her. It's just about having good character, and it's about treating people the way that you want to be treated. It's about, you know, the golden rule. And that is not something that just a man ought to know. That is something that every single one of us should know. It's about being kind. Loretta Lynn's flood benefit concert at the Grand Ole Opry last week raised over $933,000 for Humphreys County, with more money still coming in. I'm Morgan Number 2. That's your skinny. It's time for the good news. With producer Eddie. Tell me something good. 
poor little Chloe, she's a Shih Tzu, and she had her back paws amputated because her owner wrapped them up too tightly. Well, they took the dog away from the owner, and uh, Chloe went to the Humane Society, but she was waiting to get adopted, and she got adopted by the most perfect owner ever. Detective Chappie Hunter, in an accident a few years back, he had his legs amputated as well, so he has prosthetic legs. He's like, this is perfect. The Shih Tzu doesn't have back legs. I don't have two legs. So now they live together in a happy home. Love that. I love the story, but the name, the breed of that dog makes me nervous doing this radio show. What do you mean? Shih Tzu. Yeah, no, 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 I get it. That's the name of the dog. It's the breed. Yes. Cute little dogs. Absolutely. Couldn't be cuter. Right. But every time you say it, I I perk up again. Shih Tzu. (laughs) Again, it just makes my my heart flutters a little. As someone who's been fined a million dollars before by the FCC, that makes me a little nervous. I think the lawyer's got good hands with it's a dog breed. What's it called? Shih Tzu. (laughs) (laughs) All right. It's a great story. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. This TikTok went viral. After a girl shared a video of a guy trying to impress her, be like, hey, what's up, baby? And he showed her his bank account that had $92,000 in it. <laughs> they could she would see it and be like, oh, wow, okay. Here, here's a clip. You really think that that is going to impress me? It should. Money doesn't impress me. I'm sorry. It does not life. impress me. Then you lost in life. $92,802. Wow. I love it. I don't. Back in your datingest of dating days, if some dude, did, I would just think he was the biggest d bag. <laughs> I mean, ever. yes, I could never picture myself with someone like that ever, mm-hmm, ever. Morgan, if some guy came up, you have a boyfriend now, but recently in the past year you haven't. If some guy came up to you and said, "Hey, look at my bank account," and it had a hundred thousand dollars in it, would you be like, "Okay, I'm a little more prone to at least give this guy a shot"? Well, this this kind of has happened to me. A guy came up to me with like a wad of cash. So not like the bank account, but you know how they have those rolls of money, right? Yes. He he pulls this out of his pocket and he's like, I got this and like trying to show off that he has all this money. And I'm I'm like, okay, well, I'm not going to date this guy or anything. I was like, oh, that's really cool. He's like, And I was like, so you can buy me a drink, right? I got him to buy me a drink and a round of shots. And then I ran away. I never talked to him again. Hmm. So she used him. Oh. Well, yeah, that's if, if you're going to show me your money, then I'm going to use it, and then I'm going to run away because I'm not going to date you. Like, if you're showing me your money, I would never date you. Lunchbox, what do you think about this guy? I mean, I, I think it's a baller move, and it's a smart move because he knows that women want money, and with 90000 in the bank account, it shows these women, like, look, I can take care of you. I'll show you a good time. And, you know, that woman was trying to act all like, oh, I don't want it, but guarantee after that clip they were making out okay but we have the woman in the clip and then we have morgan and myself that are both saying no we're not impressed i think later on if you're like hey i got a little money and you accidentally leave it up on your computer screen on like date four if you're at the house oh accidentally okay yeah but even if you somehow know that they left it up accidentally on purpose then that's so it is it is i'm just trying to find a way where you could like someone that lives their life like this and i don't think it's kind of person i want to be with yeah you just need to like them for who they are not their bank account this person must have no confidence in who they are i know that's Mm. the sad part if you dig really deep it's like oh he just feels like that's what he needs he should yeah what if He's Find just trying elsewhere. like a unique technique to get someone. Mm-hmm. Like what if he's tried everything, but now he's like, oh, let me try the bank account thing and maybe it'll just break through. Can I tell you what I think would be a better move what? on the opposite side of this would be if you go up and be like, hey, listen, I don't have a lot to offer except I'm a good guy here. I have 63 cents in my bank account. Oh, the opposite. 
I think you could actually pick up more girls by doing that. And what's the point of that, though? Yeah, go to Morgan number two on this. I don't know. (laughs) I'm saying between the two. If you have a guy that comes up and goes, hey, I have $92,000. Or if you have a guy that comes up and goes, hey, listen. I don't. It's not that I know I'm not the greatest looking guy, but I, I I offer a lot. I have a great heart. I have a great job doing this. And here's my bank account. I have 63 cents in it. So I can't promise you a life of luxury, but I can promise. You. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I lost. I'm already gone, but it's not full of money, but it's full of love. But, but yeah. if you had I to can't pick, promise you anything. <laughs> I mean, if you had to pick one, Morgan, do you take the 92,000 guy or the guy with the real heart that says he has 68 cents? I mean, I'm gonna be honest. Neither one is a really good situation. Exactly. Here. But you're taking but the you money. You have to choose. Take the money. If no. I, if I had to choose, I would take the 62 cent guy. But still, because at awkward. least he has a personality and is being like, "Hey, look, I can give you." I know they're both bad choices. I was just trying to give her. A, <laughs> mm-hmm. But what? A, again, that's a d bag. Yeah, look yeah. at my bank account. Go on a date with me. I'll give you this quick story. We were in Las Vegas for our iHeartRadio Music Festival last weekend. And Caitlin and I went to a place for lunch in the casino, just a little place where you get a sandwich. We were sitting at the bar, and this woman is sitting up there by herself, like two things over. There's nowhere to sit, so we're sitting at the bar. And then this other guy walks in and sits beside her, and, I, and I'm sitting right next to a first date, and it's the most awkward thing I've ever— and it's, I just feel I'm cringing because it's just bad. It's hard. And I've been in that situation, and they're probably mid-40s, and she's like, yeah, I have a couple kids, divorced. He's like, yeah. And he goes, yeah, I have a girlfriend, but I have a couple kids too. And I go, I'm like, I'm like, wait— <laughs> And I'm not sure if I heard that right. And I said, Kaylin, did you hear that? She goes, yeah, he said he has a girlfriend. And it turns out they both were in open relationships. Oh. How did you figure that out? I kept listening. Oh. And they had met on the app. And he was like, so it's cool if if you're like doing this with me. She was like, yeah, it's cool. We're we're all open about it. Crazy. And then they left. What? What in the world? Exactly what I said. Hey, only in Vegas. Well, no. Well, not probably not. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Okay, we're probably using these phrases wrong. Do you say spitting image or spit and image? Spitting image. Like, spitting. Like that's the spitting image of that. Yeah. Or that's the spit and image of that. Yeah, like you spit it out the same. Guys, honestly, I might say splitting image. What? <laughs> so I'm really, really <laughs> that wrong. That doesn't even make sense. <laughs> uh, technically, it's spit and image. Spit and image is the phrase. There are a few theories that people think it comes from people saying that a child looks so much like their parents, they could have spit the child out. Oh, wow. Spit and image. Oh. Although spitting image doesn't make sense. Mm. But that's what I say. I know, but I'm saying we're, if we're trying to figure <laughs> out what it says. Spitting image doesn't make sense either. Mm-hmm. Uh, next one. Butt naked or buck naked? Ooh, nice. I like butt, that one. Butt naked. Butt. I say butt naked too because your butt's part of your naked body. Correct. But the answer is buck naked. It doesn't say. <laughs> it's just that's the it right just thing. It just says that it says butt naked makes sense, but buck naked came first. Buck naked is how that started. How about chalk it up versus chalk it up? Which one do you say? Which one? Like chalk it up or chalk it up? Chalk it. Chalk. You chalk. can also say I just never say these terms. I mean, I never yeah, rarely I, I've say said, that. I have said before. Well, you chalk it up too. I would say chalk. Yeah, chalk, chalk. that up. Too. Yeah. Yeah. It's actually chalk it up. Chalk like no. Chalk like. Ch- 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 okay, okay. Like chalk like right. Yeah, right. How about hone in versus home in? Hone, hone. in. Hone with an N. Hone. Hone. You? Hone. Ho- I'm trying to say home in. Oh, really hone, hone in on in. it. Yeah, hone. I think I say hone in too. Okay. Uh, they both make sense, but hone <laughs> means refining or perfecting something. Home means finding or moving towards something. 
You home in on a target. Oh, home wow. in. Home in. Yeah. Uh, shoe in versus shoe in. Now, meaning shoe in like S H O E, shoe in or shoe in S H O O. Which do you, it sounds the same. Which one do you think it is? Shoe. Shoe. The one like on your the, foot. Oh, Out. Oh, me yeah. too. Because you put that, your yeah. foot in it. Mm-hmm. Shoe in. Shoe in. Yeah, we're idiots. Oh, well. A shoe-in comes from people shoeing racehorses so they run faster. Oh, sure. Oh, like shoe-in. So shoe-in. Shoe in. Mm-hmm. Uh, how about you've got another thing coming versus you've got another think coming? You've got another thing. you got another think coming. Thing. Think? Think. You have another thing coming. No, there's a song, right, Bones? Like, you got, you got another, another thing, thing coming. coming. Yeah, but is it just, And it's thing. The answer is actually think. Think came first. And means you're telling someone they're wrong about something. You need another think coming. Wow. Oh, you yeah, another, think again. Yeah, you have another think coming. But I use it in a different way, though. <laughs> I use it like, you got another thing coming. coming. <laughs> uh, and then we did hunger pains versus hunger pangs. Yeah, that's weird. Which is weird because it's hunger pangs because the pain's a medical term for hunger. And then if you're going to pawn off something... Or if you're going to palm off something. Oh, see, the second one you just said sounds so wrong. They can both mean to get rid of something. Which one is it? Palm off or pawn off? Pawn. I would say pawn off like a pawn shop is Correct. what I think about. But the actual answer is palm off. Like hand it with your... Palm. Which is when you try to hide your cards during a hand of poker. Yeah, palm off is the the original version of that. Wow. We're pretty much wrong in everything we say. Every, th- every single one. I don't know if any of those I was actually right about. <laughs> Here's a voicemail we got last night. Hello, Bobby Bones. Good morning, studio. I have a morning corny for Amy. What do you call a bear with no gums? A gummy bear. <gasps> Love y'all. Mm-hmm. I feel like we've done that one before. Yeah, I have. But years ago. Probably a couple times. I don't know how you keep going with all these jokes. I know. We've done this segment for years. People love it, though. <laughs> oh, they do love the segment, but Amy, I just feel like there's only so many jokes. Yeah. The Show. Here's Amy's pile of stories. So Dan Myers from Dan and Shay revealed why they use a plus sign between their name instead of an and. And he said the vision was that if they ever were to headline arenas, they would have a big plus on the stage in the middle of the floor and make it do all kinds of crazy stuff. And now their career is to that level. And so the vision is coming true. And he included several photos from their show at Wells Fargo Center in Philadelphia, where the stage is shaped like a plus sign doing all kinds of stuff. And you can just put up that plus sign now. And we know that's them. Oh, totally. yeah. Like the branding so of Dan and Shay nice is work. Dan plus Shay. Mm-hmm. Um, the branding of Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots is this. We were just the Raging Idiots forever. It was Eddie and I. But then I used to open up and do comedy before we played. And so they started to, it would say, Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots are playing. And then people just started going, that's Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. And then I was like, hey, Eddie, apparently you're all the Raging Idiots. Yeah. I fought for Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots, Eddie, but it didn't work. (laughs) And that's how that accidentally happened. It was never Bobby Bones and the Raging Idiots. It was always just the Raging Idiots. And then it started, our, our dream was on the floor... For there just to be an idiot shape. <laughs> but yeah. that hasn't happened. That hasn't that's, happened. For, yeah, yeah. that's for when y'all start doing arenas. Yeah. Yes. All right. What else? <laughs> okay. So a flight attendant revealed how passengers can get free things. Like if you want an upgrade or a better seat or you're trying to get something. And let me tell you, the first thing this flight attendant says, and this was on TikTok, was you start off by being kind. Mm-hmm. Like simply just be nice. Even if things are messed up. Be nice, and the, whoever's working is likely going to try to help you out. But there's other things that you can do, like uh, bring yell, coffee, yell Starbucks. <laughs> no, no. <laughs> they love Starbucks and bags of chocolate. Bring who coffee? 
the the person working the gate? Zero chance. Why? Because you roofie their coffee. Oh, true. I'm not taking a drink from anybody I don't know. Somebody give me a roofie colada. I'm over here ready, getting ready to <laughs> check you in and here have a coffee. Well, she went on to say the miracles we can work when we're given some Starbucks or a bag of chocolates, especially during long days when we have back-to-back flights and don't have time to get food. So she said she can work miracles, maybe move a mountains. gift card. Okay, but the okay. chocolate I get, anything wrapped is nice. But I would just be weird taking food from somebody I don't know. You're right. I mean, because there's no way to... I guess you could go to, like, the convenience if they have the Starbucks, like, in a pop can Like, the... Yeah. To go, shh. Then maybe What about, that. like, homemade food, like lasagna? <laughs> no. Like... No. <laughs> with a paper you plate. You can't get that through airport security. Okay. <laughs> the point of this is, though, really, it's just to be nice. Yes. And if you're nice to people and they have the opportunity, they will often be nice back to you. If it's in this situation or if it's any other life situation. Yeah. So take that with you. Keep it in your back pocket. Okay, Bobby, how old were you the first time you got excited about a lame adult purchase? You know, like a vacuum cleaner or something. 17, 18. Oh, what was Listen, you? Listen, I had to adult real quick. Yeah. So for, I mean, I remember have, buying car tires for a beat up old car, when I, maybe when I was 16. And I was like, oh, dang, this is pretty cool. And then I don't have to worry about always having flats because my tires were so old and the car was so beat up. I thought... I don't have to worry about now driving to do maintenance on the golf course and my car breaking down because of a flat tire. So I was pretty excited about that. Yeah, so you were younger than average because the poll that was taken says we're about 22 years old when we finally make some adult purchase that makes us adult, which eventually it's exciting maybe the first time, but then we get annoyed by it. And we're like, why? Why do I have to buy new tires? The, the dumbest adult purchases are tires refrigerators. Because it's not fun, though, to have yeah. to replace them. Right. There's nothing fun about a new refrigerator. Even if it's got an ice on there, that, that that goes away pretty quick. <laughs> yeah, but that's oh, pretty cool. Yeah. The ice machine. Finally... A new washer and dryer, mm-hmm. it's just so annoying to have to buy that stuff because it's not fun to use it. So even though you're maybe upgrading, it's still not that fun to spend all that money because you don't like using it to begin with. Right. Yeah. Yeah, I have a good point with the ice thing because you live in apartments so long when you're young that apartments don't have those. They have no. the cheap fridge. And then when you finally get to, oh, I don't One, even have once that Once I was at um, maybe like a Lowe's and they had a refrigerator. We were looking for a new refrigerator. It had a TV screen in it. Ooh. Like a small TV screen. And That's I was what like, I'm talking about. I was like, this would be the dream. And then I thought, why am I going to stand here and watch it? <laughs> 30 ever? minutes later, you're still in front of the fridge. Ever. <laughs> yeah. I was like, there's no reason I should ever be standing at my fridge long enough to watch it. It's like the... The screen on the gas pump. Like, you're there for 63 right. seconds. I don't want to be there. Oh, sometimes I stood there longer if, like, Mario Lopez is talking about something. <laughs> I'm out. I'm Amy. That's my pile. That was Amy's pile of stories. Oh. It's time for the good news. With Lunchbox. Tell me something good. Grandma Kiki wanted to have an adventure with her three grandsons. She said, hey, you guys want to the grocery store with me? So she took them to the Jewel Osco, gave them some candy. It was hard candy. They all eat it. And then all of a sudden, one of them uh, 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 is choking on the candy. She's freaking out. Can't get the candy out of his throat. So they get on the PA system and they say, does anybody know the Heimlich? Please come to aisle six. And some lady comes over there with her shopping basket and goes, this the kid choking? Huh, huh, blah. Candy comes out. And then she hands the kid $5 and said, here, buy some soft candy so maybe you won't choke next time. <laughs> you know, the other kids probably were like, uh, uh. <laughs> $5 <for laughs> They wanted $5 too. <laughs> <laughs> all right, that's good. That's what it's all about right there. That was Tell Me Something Good. 
I was reading a story about Tom Brady, and he says he doesn't eat much bread. And then a lot of these experts are saying that bread actually can age you faster. Did you see this? No. Blood sugar spikes from excessive consumption of bread can accelerate aging through the creation of then a bunch of scientific words. But I watched Tom Brady play. He's 44 years old. Something's going right with that dude. Right. And he's not even... Take this as I say it. He's not even that great of an athlete as compared to the other athletes on the field. What? Why? Well, he's a slow white guy. Oh. He can't really... He's never been a great athlete. There's a picture of him before he got drafted with a shirt off when he's standing there like, Tom Brady, Michigan. He looks like Eddie. (laughs) (laughs) That means I have a chance. (laughs) But don't be confused because he could have actually played professional baseball too because the Yankees wanted him to play baseball for him as well. But... It's just weird. I I still am under the firm belief that later in life, sugar is going to be treated like cigarettes are now. That we're going to look back and go, I cannot believe that they just allow people to have this much sugar. We look back at doctors now. We cannot believe doctors said, hey, I choose this cigarette over a different cigarette. Crazy. Look back at black. Hi, I'm Dr. Winslow. I choose menthols. <laughs> and it's a commercial that was on TV back in the day. Nuts. It's wild. Well, I think the key word in that article is excessive, you said. So, I mean... You can still have bread, but it says excessive amounts. But Tom doesn't have any. But Tom's a professional athlete. I have no bread or or excessive. I don't have any two ways to go. It's only excessive for me. Okay. All right, let's go over to Amy with the morning corny. The morning corny. Why couldn't the man escape from the Apple store? Why couldn't the man escape from the Apple store? Because there were no windows in it. Like Windows, yeah, Microsoft. Microsoft. Yeah, when, like <laughs> that was the morning corny. All right, so what happened? I had an AT&T phone, brand new in a box, delivered to me. Like an iPhone? My name. No, it's not even an iPhone. It's an AT&T phone. It looks like an iPhone, but it says AT&T on it. They make phones? Yeah. What? I guess. I don't know, but here's the thing. I have had my Nashville number for seven, eight years now. But I had a number from Austin, a 512 area code, for years. And it's listed under that number. And I haven't used that number in forever. But it's that phone number, my name, the phone. Like, something is just so weird. And I'm like, is what is this? Do they want me to turn it on and start using it and then tracking everything I'm doing? But why would I do that? Because I'm perplexed by the phone. So weird stuff comes to Amy's house all the time. Mm. Yeah. Once she got a bunch of pizzas over and over again, so she moved because she was like, "Somebody." we don't know who that is. I still think it's Lunchbox. It wasn't one night. It was a long... It was multiple, yes. like yeah. over It was either weeks. Lunchbox or Ty and Daniel, in <laughs> right. my opinion. I think it was a joke and they won't admit it now because Amy moved houses because of it. Yes. And then the thing we haven't been able to mention on the air yet... Oh, yeah. I still don't want still to. Still can't? What? I don't want to. I worry about a lot. Man. I won't reveal anything. We Amy had something sent to her house. And this this phone is related to that. You think so? And it's so? supposed to turn it on, and then, like, something's going to happen. Like, it's like oh, a, they, what's maybe like it's a burner? Maybe they want you to answer it. It's like a like burner. Yes, you. like if I plug it in. Yeah, she had something. Ah! What was she that movie? Something? She had something sent to her house we can't talk about on the air. No, I don't want to talk about it. Like in a Why month, don't you dad? Because I watch documentaries and I'm like, I'm gonna die. Which documentaries? No, I mean, don't say, don't say anymore. One day we'll be able to talk about. It. But uh, anyway, that was sent to her house. Remember, she got scanned with the cat. Yeah, yeah, yeah. She Louisiana. Got scammed. Mm-hmm. You get, and it's just one thing after another with you. Yeah, but this phone is is weird. I'll take a picture of it. Plug and show it, it to in. You. Plug, Plug it in. Yeah, it's Plug a free it. phone. Like, I'm wh- just afraid you answer it, and that other thing that was sent to you. There's a voice that goes, but, "Hey." Time to die. Whoa. 
But I'm like, why is, am I still paying for that number? I don't know. I, it's weird. Yeah, that's weird. It is bizarre. Do you, when do you think we can tell our listeners what you had sent to your house? It just guessing a date. Couple years. <laughs> oh, come on, that's a long time. Did we set a date years. already? We though? did. It was six months from when we talked uh, about I it, but like I think that's, that's too, too much. Soon. It's six. Oh, it's man. flying by. But what if something happens to you and we don't know? Yeah, Listen, and that could help true. solve this case. I know. Our okay, security you know. here, Tim, he would advise me not to say. Did you tell Tim what happened? What was sent to your house? Yes, he knows. He's in. Yes. And he, she shouldn't say it. Say anything. No, we're looking. He's shaking his head. No. Like she could be killed, right? To make a killer. Maybe. Oh. <laughs> see, see? Wait a minute. Wait a minute. Like, this is not you. a joke. I, it's not a joke. And, That's why we won't say it on the air. the phone now is not a oh. joke. The phone, I thought, well, this is weird. And now if I'm tying the two together, it's just gotten so bizarre. You did say, Mike, you just told me that on December 1st, you'd say what it was. Oh, probably because you threw out that date. And I was like, okay, fine. Let's but just now leave we're- it December 1st now. And there's a possible chance on December 1st, you tell us what was sent to your if house. she makes it. Yeah. Oh, Bones, come you, on. You two don't really know. You no, really don't know. we have no idea. No, I, I got an idea now, though. You do? But I don't want you to guess. Okay, don't guess. Don't guess out loud. I just, um, I don't know, yeah, what's happening, and yeah. I Wait, was I'm it that big box again, that was inside your house? No, no that was found a, out about that. That was a coffee table. That was a- oh. <laughs> <laughs> Made of elephant ivory. <laughs> okay, listen, we're going we're gonna to settle here. Mm-hmm. There's a lot of weird stuff coming to your house. Yeah. What are you going to do with the phone? Plug it in. Plug it in. in. Call Plug it, it in. in. Just, if it rings, answer it, and that's it. Well, for now, I think I just call AT&T first and see no, if they no, no, know. No, that's boring. No, no, no. That's weak. <laughs> got to plug it in. Just let us know in the next week or so, okay? Give us okay. an update on this phone. All right. I, I'm i not plugging it in at home alone, though. All right, bring it here. I'll open it. Okay. You want to bring it in and plug it in and see what happens? Sure. It lights up with a text message. It goes, you're going to die. Okay, these are all going to be sounds. From the 90s. Raymundo, give us an example. All right. As an example, that would be dial-up internet. Yeah. Okay. I'm going to play two, so All right. I don't know these answers. Right, is that the answer? Yep. Back in the day, kids, we had to use a phone line, and that was how it was connecting to the actual internet. And you'd have to yell at your sister, get off the phone. I right. need to connect online. Or if they picked up the phone, they knocked you off. Oh, and you'd yeah. Be like, oh, my gosh. The worst. I was online. All right, here we go. Uh, we'll do seven of these. Total score. Let's go. Welcome. You've got mail. Okay. One more time. Welcome. You've got mail. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in. Eddie? AOL. Amy? AOL. Lunchbox? AOL. Same. AOL. Good. Thank you. Next up. Hmm. Let's hear it again. Okay. Uh, all right. I'm in. I'm in. I'm in for the win. One more time, please. Eddie? I'm going to go with Nokia. Amy? Nokia. I just have old school ringtone. Yeah. Maybe but, but, like when you turn on the phone or something. Yeah, but I, I'm, if, if it's Nokia, I'm wrong and you guys are right. Lunchbox? I put car phone. What's the answer, Ray? Nokia. Whoa! Nice job, guys. Well, hey, that was like one of my first cell phones ever. Yeah, Nokia. I had one of those. I don't think I had one yet. Oh. Mm-mm. Okay. Hey, look at you guys taking Let's the lead. Let's go. Mm-hmm. All right, next one up. <laughs> <laughs> Got it. 
One more time for the people in back. That's <laughs> <laughs> so funny. Everybody in? Yep. In. Eddie? Beavis and Butthead. Beavis and Butthead. Lunchbox? Beavis and Butthead. Same. I have Beavis and Butthead. Fire! <laughs> All right. Next up. Hmm? Okay, got it. Okay, here it is again. Oh my gosh, everybody said this. Oh, I know they everyone. said it, but I don't know where it came from. <laughs> Amy? Wayne's World. Eddie? I have Bud Light commercial. I'm not sure oh, if it's Bud Light or Budweiser. But... I have Budweiser. Okay, here we go. Lunchbox? I had Budweiser, but I felt like Budweiser was the frogs, and these guys were Bud Light, so I switched to Bud Light. I think they were the same. I think Bud Weiser <laughs> was the same oh. around the same time. I it think might be. I, I just had a panic attack. I had Budweiser. Eddie, uh, Ray, what is it? Budweiser. Dang it! Oh. Why did I just change it, you Idiot. Oh. I know. Back in it. We're tied up. Oh. Next up. <laughs> okay, now I got it. Well, yeah. that end part yeah, gave yeah. it away. And one more time. Eddie. Yeah, I'm in. Ninja Turtles. Amy? Ninja Turtles. Yeah, Ninja Turtles. Lunchbox? Ninja Turtles. Two more. That's exciting. Mm, That is exciting. That's so exciting. Yeah, I just have to remember the... Mm. One more time. Here it is again. Eddie, what do you have? Oh, hold Ooh. on. Everybody in? Uh, in. Okay. Eddie? You in? Yeah. Okay. I have THX. What's that? That's the sound system thing. It come out. Like, it come out right before the movie. THX. Right before, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's why it's exciting. You're about to watch something. Yeah. Yes. Wow. I don't know. I put Microsoft because when you turn on your computer, it like went, like, I don't know. Lunchbox? I have movie theater THX. I have THX as well. Oh, All right. wow. Good job, guys. <laughs> Last one, Eddie. It's me and you in the lead. Let's go. All right, let's go. Got it. Doing sounds from the 90s. I got it. I have it too. 100%? 99. <laughs> I'm 100. Okay. I have Disney home video. <laughs> do you have to do home video? I don't know, but that's what I think. I, I have Disney too. It, but all- it, it is home video, but I just put Disney. Amy? The Simpsons. Oh, good guess. It sounds like it. Lunchbox? The Simpsons. <laughs> thank you. All right, Eddie, it's me. Well, no, that's no thank you. Yeah, you Amy, missed so it. You were yeah, close. but it's not like close, my. I was, no, but it's not like I'm out there and left field by myself. <laughs> right. All right, sudden death. 
Uh, just roll them, see how many we get. Just Eddie and I. Go ahead. Is it the first one to say the name? Like, no, we'll do okay. one, two, three. Then we can just say it. One, okay. two, three. Windows. Windows. Oh. Wow. Okay. Good. Next one. Okay. I'm in. Can I hear that one more time? Okay. One, two, three. Mario Game Boy. Brothers. Nintendo Game Boy. They, they, they both are. But, but Bobby. I said Game Boy. Yeah, but he said Mario Brothers. Which is on Game Boy. No, I mean, is that from Mario <laughs> Brothers? It's from the Game Boy when you turn it on. Oh, okay. oh, oh come on! Dang it! Unbelievable! Thank you. Dang hey, it. good game though, my friend. Yeah, good game. It was fun. We went down to the end. Hey, so next week, Lunchbox is heading to Murfreesboro, Arkansas, to go to the Crater of Diamonds State Park to find himself a diamond. We've heard so many stories about people that go and they're digging around. Next thing you know, they got a three, four, five, six, seven million dollar diamond. Yeah, we've talked to the people. We've had them on our show. We mm-hmm. call them, and they're like, "We can't believe it either." Lunchbox has said if he finds a diamond worth $1 million, he is leaving this show. <laughs> That's all it's going to take, huh? That's all it's going to take. $1 million. I'll be on an island. I'll be hanging out for the rest of my life. going to be great. Oh, I can't wait. So what are you looking for exactly? I'm just looking for diamonds, man. I, I don't really know. I mean, I, I figure, I mean, if I find one worth a million dollars or I could just find 10 worth $100,000 each and then <laughs> boom, that, that equals a million dollars. But again, you realize these diamonds don't look like diamonds right when you find them. Nope, don't realize that. I just know that I hear about <laughs> diamonds, and I've seen diamonds in the store, so that's what I'm looking for. So, hey, Scuba Steve, he's going to be, when is he leaving? So he's going to leave Monday next week to head to okay. Arkansas. And he's going to spend all day Monday digging for diamonds? So it's, it's quite a drive. So the plan is for him to leave Monday, uh, either during or after the show, drive up there, spend the night, and then Tuesday... He's going to wake up, and that's when he's sifting for diamonds on Tuesday's show. Okay. Great. It's not that far of a drive. We do it all the time. We drive yeah. back to Arkansas all the time for the cabin. What, six and a half hours or so? Like six and a half, seven hours, yeah. <laughs> Could do it in my sleep. Oh, so, well, get in the driver's seat. I'll sit passenger. I got to do this. I got to oh. be in the driver's seat here. Yeah. <laughs> so, Lunchbox will be out. If he finds a diamond next week worth a million dollars, he's leaving the show. So, everybody write that down. Okay. okay. Could be losing Lunchbox. Um, tomorrow on the show, we all have to bring in our Harry Potter reviews. Well, those that were assigned it. Yeah. Yeah. What do you mean? You didn't get Amy assigned it? Amy didn't get assigned seen it. Them all. She's seen it. Oh, that's right. Me, yeah. you, and Lunchbox have to watch Harry Potter. That's right. The first one. And it's two and a half hours long. Have you long. watched it yet? Most of it. Really? Yeah. Oh, I man. Bobby was watching it on the airplane, and I could see there's so many beautiful owls that I never realized before. A lot of birds. A lot of cool <laughs> birds, because I wasn't into birds the first time I watched it, and now all I could see in the screen in the corner of my eye was beautiful Well, birds. watch it again then. No. Okay. I've never, you know, I've never seen these movies, but I tell you, I want to slap the little Malfoy right in the head. Is he a bad Who? guy or a good guy? Bad guy. Okay. The little Malfoy. Malfoy? You know. Oh, I thought you said right? Malfoy. Not yet. Well, you better get to it. It's two. You have until tomorrow. I get it. I have to cram tonight. It's two and a half hours long. No, it is. I just said that ten seconds <laughs> oh ago. Oh my goodness! I'm gonna spend all day today watching this dumb no, movie. No, no, just two and a half hours. Today. Well, that's Not a lot. It's all my day. So, what's gonna happen is we come in. <laughs> we have to, Mike's gonna ask us some trivia questions too to make sure we all watched mm-hmm. it. And Mike was so sure that we'd watch it and review it at least four out of five, or he gets punished. Remember? It's not us getting yes, punished, it's him. He. Here are some of the punishments, and we can decide which one we want to do. If two of us don't give it four out of five stars, he will have to get a small Harry Potter tattoo. No. <gasps> wow, that's intense. Oh. Or he will play that hot chip roulette. Remember that really hot oh, chip? Yeah. I have a hot chip. Yeah. Where he's blindfolded. 
and there are three chips in the bowl, and he has to pull one of them out blindfolded and eat that really hot chip. I love it. That one is hardcore. Might be even more hardcore than the tattoo. No chance. <laughs> the tattoo is <laughs> hardcore, dude. He'll put on the shot collar and answer <laughs> trivia questions. He'll give Lunchbox 10 minutes of cuddle therapy. Love it. I'm leaning no, no, that no, 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 That's a punishment for me. I'm not. <laughs> so I have to watch like a movie much. and I have to Mike, have Mike Knee hold me? Nah, I'm out. He'll have to dress like Harry Potter for a week. <laughs> yes. <laughs> He'll have to go downtown dressed like Harry Potter and read a chapter of the book out loud. Hilarious. So we'll think about all those. Yeah. I feel like he, since he likes Harry Potter, he might not mind the tattoo. I think that too, and honestly. Are you serious? And yes. Yeah. I think, because he has tattoos mm-hmm. already. It's not like some, yeah. you know, fresh virgin skinned boy. It's like probably one he secretly wanted, but now this gives him yeah. a reason. I would run away okay. from that one just because I don't think that's a punishment. Yes. And then even dressing up like Harry Potter for a week, I feel like Mike D would be like, this is awesome. I don't know. That's pretty hilarious. <laughs> but yeah. Reading a book downtown dressed up is. I weird. don't know. I'm leaning towards cuddle therapy. <laughs> no, for yeah. Yeah, 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 that's punishment for him though. Tomorrow we will review Harry Potter, and if one of you don't watch it, you'll have to do one of these too. Oh, I'll watch it. Uh, I'm bored. I'll already. watch it. I'll make oh, all my so kids watch it. So, like, if you fail the too. quiz, yeah. If we prove that they didn't watch it at all, yeah. <laughs> You have to cuddle with lunchbox. <laughs> you have to do cuddle oh, no. therapy. <laughs> yeah. It's time for the good news. With Bobby. Tell me something good. A detective in Washington State did not hesitate to help a colleague who was in need of a kidney transplant. Detectives Damon Hewen and John Pastawa had worked together at the Auburn Police Department in Washington for over seven years, but they did not know each other well. They weren't partners or anything. And Damon kept his longtime kidney illness quiet, did not talk about needing a transplant at work. Thankfully, the donor outreach program for veterans stepped in, launched a search, and John immediately said, hey, I'll be tested for this. It's a no-brainer. If I can help, I can. Again, they weren't even that good of friends. Turns out, boom, a match. And he's like, I got you. Gave him a kidney. Wow. The men had a successful transplant this summer, and now they share a bond. They've become close friends. That's awesome. And when you go to have drinks or dinner the kidney giver always gets it paid for right yes. yeah you can. yes for sure which brings up an interesting question well somebody on the show was asking me the other day was it you yeah it was me you went to lunch and abby paid abby was picking up food for me and scuba steve and when she came back with the food she said don't worry about it i got it and the you you had a problem with that because i make way more money than she does like yeah. abby's a phone screener like, I've worked in the, on the show for over eight years. Like, I make more money than Abby. I don't know for a fact, but I'm pretty sure I do. And I just didn't feel right. Like, no, Abby, you work hard for the money that you make. And, like, I do too, but I should pay for this. So I should pay for at least for how my How did it shake out? Uh, we ended up paying her. Okay. Just because I think Scoob and I talked about, it, like, dude, we can't let her pay for our meal. Sometimes, though, you can let someone just do something nice for you. I know, but I, I know that she would do it, Bones, and then leave that day and be like, oh, gosh. No, I don't think she would, but still the right thing. Abby, how'd you feel about this? Um, well, I <laughs> I mean, I really didn't mind. I wanted to do something nice, and he mm. let me sing on, on stage with him. Yeah. yeah at Bobby like, Fest. So it I was anyway. like, let me, <laughs> let me repay you with lunch. <laughs> I think if she wants to do something nice, let her. Yeah. Yeah. Maybe her. you let her get you lunch sometime as as a gesture. It sounds like she wanted to. Yeah, she did want to. And I don't think Abby's as broke as you think. No? I don't know. Abby, are you as broke as Eddie thinks? I mean, I definitely don't make as much as him, I don't think. But, <laughs> I mean, I'm doing very well. Neither of us really know, but we could, I mean, we could kind of tell. 
Well, but so with that sense, I mean, I know Abby want to do something nice, so I would just definitely for sure either find a way to slip her some like leave her a treat what? or pay some her. what? Oh, <laughs> leave her a treat? <laughs> like, just, Wait, what? That sounded bad. Yeah, but I would like find a way if like I had some cash, I would just slide it. Oh, <laughs> yeah, that's weird. <laughs> not, not for me. Or I'd one day I'd be like, hey, Abby, I'm going to get something, and I would make sure there that I get her something as well. But what did it put you out, Abby, to buy that lunch for those guys? No, that's what I was saying. I was like, this is really not a big deal. Just take it, enjoy it. It's fine. Yeah, so I'm I guess good I with it. Taking it, yes. And Abby does more than just answer phones here. She also works for me on the podcast network. I pay her separately to produce podcasts. She might be making more than you, Abby. Yeah, maybe she's <laughs> what if she is? She's secretly bawling. <laughs> all right, uh, thank you. And what a great story about the kidney transplant mm-hmm. and the kidney donation. That's what it's all about. That was Tell Me Something Good. What's happening, friends? Thank you for listening. Thank you for calling us. 877-77-BOBBY. That's our phone number. You can also call us when we're not on the air and leave us a voicemail. 877-77-BOBBY. This is Nicole from Kentucky. Bobby, I've seen yours and Caitlin's TikTok video doing the Mega Knees Challenge, and you guys are so cute. By the way, I think she totally won. I'm just curious, whose idea are the TikTok videos? Well, she won because she's way more of an athlete than I am. She went down on one knee. I did not. But I did it, too. Everything's not a challenge. Nicole in Kentucky, sometimes we're just doing things together and she's just better at me and then it drives me crazy. But it's not a challenge. <laughs> um, I don't know. We just see stuff on online and do it. You know who I talked to, though, yesterday was Ronnie Dunn from Brooks and Dunn. And he's like, I can't believe our song's going viral. Oh, yes, I saw that. Well, it's everywhere. It was, 10 million people are doing the the the, the Brooks and Dunn. What little, is that, a remix? Mm-hmm. It's like, when the sun goes down. Crazy. Yeah. And he's like, I can't believe it. And so... There you go. I'm on TikTok, Mr. Bobby Bones. All right, time for the news. Let's go. Bobby's Big Stories. Keith Dalton and his crew of high school football referees say they were officiating a game when after the game they got locked inside the locker room. (laughs) These football referees were trapped with the vending machine blocking the door because they made a call during the game. Mm. That affected, oh. that affected the game, <laughs> so people locked them in the locker room. Oh, oh my gosh. At first, I thought it was an accident, but you're Mm-mm. saying people did this to them on purpose? <laughs> Once the game ended, Dalton said he and his crew were inside the locker room being evaluated on their performance when the door was barricaded from the outside with a vending machine. And we had to push on the door, three of us, to at least get the door wedged so we could try to get out. In response to these allegations, the Southwestern City School District, which Grove City falls under, sent a statement saying we continue to investigate this incident. But he wants more to be done, especially when it comes to the safety of him and his crew. Oh, man. Being a referee might get scary at times. Yes. Especially on a higher level if people are betting money and stuff. I mean, that's an extremely high level. This is high school. <laughs> that's not that. I know. I would think they were safer in college and pros. Oh, really? Yes. Then yeah. they would be eighth grade, fourth grade. <laughs> and that's okay. where parents will fight you. Yes, oh, angry yeah. parents. Yeah, so I think it'd be the opposite. Like when you're up in... You're really good at what you do. You're pretty protected. But when you're umping a second eight-year-old's game, (laughs) parents are trying to fight umpires. It's true. Uh, So I thought that story was interesting. Here's a story from WTAJ in central Pennsylvania, and it's about a suspicious beeping package that was left out. 
State police are investigating after a suspicious beeping package was left in a public park leading to the Pennsylvania State Police Hazardous Device and Explosives Unit to be called in. When the park was evacuated, according to a police report, police found the box had a single smoke detector inside, but they're still investigating and ask anyone with information to call Evansburg State Police. So it kind of sounds like it's a bomb. Beep, beep. What I think is, sometimes I get so upset at a smoke detector that I cannot get to stop beeping even when I pull the battery out. I just throw it in the garage or something. <laughs> and I don't know if that was meant to be suspicious or if someone just threw it out in a box and it was just out there beeping. Yeah. Because I will try. How does that thing keep beeping when there is no power source to it? It's amazing. It's unbelievable. <laughs> how can we not use that to get to Mars? That's some crazy technology. But you will take that thing off the ceiling and you're like, oh, I gotta, I gotta, it's two in the morning, so I just got to stop this thing from beeping. Unplug the square battery from it. Okay, finally. You walk, beep, what the? <laughs> So it could have just been that, because those things will keep on beeping. Scary, though. Ariana Grande is the highest paid judge in the history of The Voice, earning about $25 million for a season. Oh, my. She's getting paid more than the others that have been there for a long time. That's the way the cookie crumbles, baby. Yeah. It's always about what you can bring right now. Yeah, she definitely brings a lot of star power. Also, it depends on when you sign your contract, because there are quarterbacks in the NFL that make more than other quarterbacks who are better than them because their deal was signed a couple years prior. Mm-hmm. There are constantly new standards being set. So I would imagine if she's making 25 to 30 million and it's time for Blake's new deal when it comes up and he's like, hey, I'm like, I'm out of here unless you pay me around money. Money? Money, money? <laughs> Poor Blake. So a lot of that's timing too. Yeah, true. So, all right, that's what's up. That's the news. Those were Bobby's Big Stories. Did you guys catch any updates on the, the Gabby, you know, Petite Pettit story? How do you say her last name? What is it? Petito. Petito story. Uh, what was the last you saw? Well, that they found the remains. I saw that they uh, they don't think that that guy, they found his abandoned Mustang in a park with a note on it. They are no longer searching that park, but they did search his parents' house. And- I saw the FBI... Yeah, right. Went in and went crazy in that place. Yeah, they escorted the parents out, sat them in an FBI van while they raided their house, uh, towed the Mustang away, and that was all they were saying. How is that dude gone? I don't know. Well, my prediction was he probably, mm-hmm. yeah, you know, mm-hmm. um, but how how is he, he so missing? And those parents got to know something, right? They have to know. I mean, he went home and told them what happened, right? And then they said, hey. I don't know that he told you? them. I'm, I don't I'm, know that I would have told them if if it was if I did something, and we don't know that he did it. Do I feel like he probably did something? And I've been wrong many times. Yeah, I mean, I feel like he's definitely yes. I don't feel like I'm gonna run home and tell my parents though, because then they know, and then they're in trouble if they don't share. That's like a double douche move. Sure. Yeah, I guess it just depends on your relationship with your parents <laughs> and if you think they can help you or something I don't know it's all just so tragic but that's the latest right that's all that's they what I read last night him. they can't find him but they were not looking at where that a park where they were originally looking man that story's just just wild I finally saw some of those TikTok videos of where you see the guy and like the cops are talking to him crazy well who watched clickbait I okay you know they used Certain technologies to find things. Yes, this is that's what happened here. TikTok's mm-hmm. what basically found that van. Yeah, 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 yeah. It, 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 people put like little things together, and then they're like, "Oh, boom!" There the, it is. People, somebody randomly had a shot of that van on TikTok when they were shooting something else, and there, there was the white van on the TikTok. And Amazing! The, it's crazy. 
There was some other show we were all into not too long ago where people, was it that cat one where, anyway, they were trying to solve this video murder thing on YouTube or this guy was like killing cats. I never watched Don't F with Cats. Okay, well, so they would, people from the internet, they all got together and they're looking at it and they're dissecting the room and somebody noticed like, oh, look at the out, the plug outlet. They only have that kind of outlet in this country and the, you know, and then they were able to narrow down in the whole world. This video could be coming from anywhere in the world that they narrowed it down because someone noticed something small like that in the room. Wild. The internet is crazy. That is true. You know what? <laughs> We've said a lot of cool things on this show, but that that might take the cake. <laughs> it, it is. It is. <laughs> this guy's got three kids. He says he spent the last 25 years trying to convince people that his real name is Harry Potter. (laughs) The 33-year-old was born and named nine years before the first Harry Potter book was published. Wow. And that stinks. If he's like 22, you blame the parents for naming him Harry Potter. But he was born before. What are the odds (laughs) that the biggest literary sensation of our lifetime, basically, has the main character and has your name? I mean, he's picked on so much in school. Oh. oh, man. He's been disciplined in football games, called a liar by his future wife when they first met. He says his famous name has its upside. When he was 12, he was invited on the Big Breakfast television show when Harry Potter was first released. Oh. And do you embrace that? Like, do you start wearing those little round glasses? <laughs> so if you have a famous name, we'd love to talk to you. We do have... Okay, I don't know how true this is. See, this, this is, is what, what Harry he goes, goes through. I know, I know. Okay, so who is it? Amy, but when I tell you, you're going to say exactly what I said. They're from Oklahoma. Their name is Abraham Lincoln. Stop, no. Stop. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. I mean, that's that's pretty awesome. Why not? Hey, yeah. Abraham. <laughs> Mr. Lincoln. Yeah. Is your name really Abraham Lincoln? Oh, brother, I swear on it. What do your <laughs> friends call you? Uh, so most of them call me Abe. Um, I've been called AB Baby. I've been called the Prez. I mean, whatever you can associate Abraham Lincoln with. Why did your parents name you Abraham Lincoln? Was it because of their affinity of our 16th president? Or they just liked the name Abraham and you had the last name? I, I'm, I'm struggling here. Well, like, to be brutally honest, we are uh, Native American. So when... Uh, they made us change our names. A lot of people picked popular names, and so back then, celebrities were president. So a lot of problem members picked, you know, Lincoln, uh, Washington, Benjamin, uh, Franklin, a lot of those popular names like that. So my family inherited the name Lincoln, and then that's what my uncle was named, and then my mom had me and named me Abraham Lincoln after him, so... Did you have any other Abrahams in the family? Are you Abraham Lincoln the first? Or? Is it his uncle? Yeah. Yeah. But, but was your uncle, your uncle was Abraham as well? Yeah, my uncle was named Abraham Lincoln. Are you as a well. second if that's the case? Like if, you're, if it's your uncle, uh, are you? I mean, I mean, if I made up my uncle, yeah, but I mean, I'm my mom's first, I'm my, my, I'm my mom's youngest kid, so I'm her first Abraham Lincoln, if that makes, yeah. <laughs> but just in general, if your if your uncle has your name, are you a second or is that only your dad? I think it's just your dad, or maybe your grandfather. I think maybe the grandfather could drop that down too. Anyway, Abraham Lincoln's a cool name. I'm not gonna lie, but I, I believe bet, him too. I bet you everybody goes. That's not your name. Like your whole life, right? Right, honest, Abe. Uh, dude, growing up, play, I played sports. You know, basketball, baseball, track and field. 
And, like, everywhere we went, other than my hometown, like, every other time we would go, like, basketball games and stuff, you would literally hear a chuckle before they said my name. And then they would kind of laugh about it. And then they're like, oh, yeah, <laughs> it's Abraham Lincoln. And then, like, every time I get pulled over, which used to be quite a bit, like, the, the cop would be like, you know, I need your real ID. I'm like, dude, that is my real ID. It's <laughs> <laughs> like McLovin. I need study some other form. So I'd pull, like, a debit card out, and I'd pull up. I had my passport ID. I'd hand them that, and they're like, okay, yeah, this is this is legit, you know. Oh, yeah. Do you have a beard, or do you ever wear a top hat? Uh, don't wear a top hat. Always brought the Yankees hat. Can't grow a beard because I'm Indian, but that's about it. Well, give it up for Abraham Lincoln. Yeah. Wow. <laughs> that's, a, that's the best name. Mm-hmm. That's the best name. Pretty All right, cool. well, hey, thank you, Mr. Lincoln. <laughs> Hey, no problem, guys. I appreciate I appreciate it, and I'm always listening in the morning. All right, buddy. See you later. That one's funny. That's, that yeah. may be the funniest one we could ever get. Uh, Michael Jordan is on the phone. Oh, yes. Is it Michael B. Jordan? I don't know. I think it's just Michael Jordan. Okay. I think it's, this is the real one. Hey, Michael Jordan. Yes, sir. How are you? I'm doing good. How about yourself? How tough is it to... Th- I'm, I'm doing good. Thank you. How tough is it to live a life named Michael Jordan? Uh, well, it's pretty funny, actually. I can't uh, go anywhere without anybody laughing at it at the first glance. Do people ever, when you call ahead, think that maybe you're the real Michael Jordan? Not anymore. Uh, it used to be the case. There were two occasions where it was kind of funny. Actually, one was very annoying. Back when he was uh, doing AAA ball, I'm down here in Tampa, so he was over on Clearwater with the uh, you know, AAA Sox team. And my name was published in the phone book, and I kept getting calls at like 3, 4 in the morning. And it's people thinking it's actually Michael Jordan's number. I'm like, you think he'd really publish his name? <laughs> the phone book. So uh, that was quite annoying. So I pulled my name out of the phone book at that point. And then another time, I actually had a uh, cruise line um, ask that I write a letter of recommendation for him and sign it Michael Jordan, and they were going to give me a free cruise. And I'm like, yeah, I don't think so. On oh, that. oh, oh I don't know you should have done that. I'd be signing autographs like crazy. <laughs> Sneaky. And then prove it wasn't me. That's me. Michael Jordan signed it. <laughs> oh, wow. Uh, that's awesome. Any question for Michael Jordan, guys, in Florida? Do you ever, do you ever wear a Michael Jordan jersey? Like, <laughs> yeah, do you yes. own any number 23 jerseys? Um, No, just the shoes. I play basketball in the shoes all the time. And is anyone like, MJ for three? Like, is that a constant <laughs> joke when you're playing ball? Uh, well, I'm in sales. Anytime I sell something, they seem to post that on the board all the time. Yeah. Oh, that's funny. All right, thank you for that call. Appreciate that. All right, have a good one, guys. Other shows may get big guests, but we just got Abraham Lincoln and Michael Jordan that's in the same right. segment. That's a big deal. Uh, yesterday, I had Dina Carter over at the house. She's going to be okay. doing... Okay, uh, really? The real Dina the Carter? The real Dina Carter, okay. <laughs> yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, she's going to be on the Bobbycast on Friday, but she came over and... They're announcing that they're putting out a 25th anniversary of her record, Did I Shave My Legs for This, which has strawberry wine on it. Awesome. But they're putting out a version with Dina, Martina McBride, Lauren Elena, Ashley McBride, Kylie Morgan, and Vince Gill on guitar. So they're kind of redoing that song with all those people. And then Did I Shave My Legs for This has Terry Clark, Sarah Evans, Ashley McBride, uh, Vince Gill on guitar. So the record comes out November 5th, I believe. And those songs will come out before that. The Today Show got pranked by a streaker. I think streakers are hilarious. I, don't do it. Because if there are kids around, it's a whole new ball game. And that's a bad ball game. Oh, yeah, and you're And you will get in a lot of trouble. Yeah. Mm-hmm. If there aren't kids around. You know, I always appreciate a streaker and a thong. Because I just like the, the laughter of it. 
And the thong, a guy's in a thong, you know, nothing gets seen. The jigglies don't get seen. He's covered. Yeah. Like that I'm okay with. But imagine this. They're sitting at the, t- they're sitting at the desk. There's three of them. And you have to have that big window behind them? Yeah. That's what happens. Like running behind them, this butt naked dude just goes right by the back of the window on TV. <laughs> We're all laughing. We're all smiling. Why is naked still funny? We're adults. Uh, the Today Show got pranked by a streaker on Monday. The show abruptly cut to commercials after a streaker ran past the Midtown studio where Hoda, Savannah, and Craig Melvin were live on the air. Oh, there was a naked runner. Here's a clip here. Oh, there's a there was almost a, naked runner. Yeah. Well, I just well, had something is. brand new from Hoda Kotb. There he goes. A new podcast. Where, new Where are you close? <laughs> what are you oh doing? Gosh, oh, what are you doing? What is happening? Oh, my gosh. Hoda. Hoda. Dignity. Commercial. <laughs> <laughs> It wasn't even like, yeah, we're going to go to commercial. Boom. Dignity. That's the first word that happens <laughs> uh-huh. in the commercial. Uh, last night was the first episode of Dancing with the Stars. Not that we're going to spend a lot of time on it. I'll be honest with you. I only watch Jimmy Allen. I watched a clip this morning. Didn't watch it last night. I was watching a football game. We were eating dinner. So I did not get to watch it until this morning. And I thought Jimmy did fine. I thought, I thought they judged him a little lower than, would they give him a 22? Yeah, he got a 22 out of 40. I thought they judged him a little low. But I thought he did fine. There were moments where you could tell he really has rhythm. But that ballroom stuff, it's, it's, it's a different level if you've had no dance training at all. So was he in the bottom-ish? He was like bottom two. <gasps> wow, yeah, okay. He was. Only the guy from Cobra Kai scored lower. Dang, I didn't know that. He didn't deserve that. He didn't deserve to be that low. Uh, the Cobra Kai guy, who I like from that show, they always put an old guy on there. That you know can't go more than a few weeks anyway. He's the old guy? Mm-hmm. Oh. Isn't he? Yeah, he is. And I think even he knows he can't Dang. win it. And I like him. And he he lives in town. Hopefully, hopefully he comes and does the show once he gets kicked off. I didn't know Jimmy was bottom two. <laughs> yeah. What? One, yeah. Or once he wins. He ain't going to win. Okay, I'm just... Yeah, yeah, yeah. You know. He ain't going to win. Okay. Um, who is the best? I would say probably JoJo. And she's a trained dancer. Yeah, she was yeah. great. Okay. Amanda Klutz was really good. Trained dancer. And then the gymnast, Suni Lee, was really good. Trained too. dancer. Oh, yeah. That's what you have. I told you guys I talked to Amanda Klutz about going on the show. Mm. You did. Yeah. You talked okay. about it here? I don't know where I talk about stuff. Oh, weird. But Amanda Klutz is one of the people on that show, The Talk, mm-hmm. that I guest hosted for a few days. And so she pulled me aside and said, I'm thinking about doing Dancing with the Stars. She's the blonde woman who, whose husband died of COVID. He was yes. He was a Broadway guy. And then mm-hmm. she's on that show, and I was like, hey, do it. It's so much work. And she goes, well, I'm trained. She was a rockette. She goes, but I've never done ballroom. And I was like, you have such an advantage if you've had any training at all. Sometimes people will get on there and go, well, they've only had hip-hop training. Any training is great. Because I got on that show, and they were like, okay, do you know an eight count? And I was like, I know how to count to eight. I don't know what an eight <laughs> count is. So, But they should be good. A lot of big dancers. But it's almost impossible to beat the people from The Bachelor just because of their fan base. I won, and the next two people that won were bachelorette people. Like, um, Caitlin Bristow won, and who's the other one? Uh, Alabama Hannah. Hannah. Alabama Hannah won. And they both had dance experience, too. Yeah. It's a tough show to win with no dance experience. Unless you just have an army called the B-Team. Yeah. <laughs> other than that, good luck. <laughs> but uh, what else did you see, Mike? Anything of note? Uh, Brian Austin Green and Sharna were really good, too. He's, he's had dance experience, yeah. too. And they're dancing together, and I bet you they want to rip each other's throats out sometimes. Ooh. Oh. Yeah, just, what do you imagine think this will going, do? But, oh, I think it'll probably end up being great for them. Okay. But I can imagine... You're just together training all the time that you do get in to 
situations where you don't agree on stuff or I don't want to keep practicing right now or I want to go eat. But then add that to you have to go home together because Chuck Wicks and Julianne Huff did that. And he was like, it's tough because you love them, but you're having to have them boss you around for hours a day and then you have to go home. Yeah, I wonder if they just stay apart. No, they some. don't. Nah, I don't oh. think so. I mean, come on. That's a lot of time together. It's a lot of time. I, and I hope they do well, but I'm pulling for Jimmy and um, Emma. Emma, yeah, who their partners are. Uh, let's see. What else do I have here? What else did I teach? Oh, oh, the documentary I watched. I finished the LuLaRue documentary. LuLaRue? Whatever it's called. Yeah. <laughs> where they sell the sweats and the skirts and it's the pyramid scheme. Skirts and leggings. Watched all four episodes. Did you watch the documentary, bud? <laughs> he did. <laughs> <laughs> You're messing everything up. Well, I mean, gets no, this is how guys talk. Uh, guys like, yeah, it's sweatpants. I'm like, well, technically leggings, but yeah. <laughs> Listen, they, they saw people coming. They made billions of dollars. And it went from what they call a multi-level marketing scheme to a pyramid scheme, mm. in my opinion, real quick. Mm-hmm. And people just got screwed out of real a bunch of money. quick. People got, they bought all, to, even to get in, you had to spend thousands just to buy, you know, the boxes of pants to sell. And you didn't even know what you were going to get. They just they sent them to you. <laughs> I was like, oh, they set this up so perfectly. They're like, just put things in a box. It's going to be like a surprise when you open it up. At one point, a girl goes, that's when I realized I was in a cult. They were doing all these things together, these events. These, they were making more from their bonus checks, from not selling things, but from signing people up. Recruiting. They were making like hundreds of thousands of dollars every few months. Wow. Because every person that would sign on, that was another $5,000. And they were having like hundreds of people Crazy. sign up a day. So they're not around anymore? They no, are. They oh, are. They're still yes. And the two founders, the they're, husband they're and wife. The, they're in the documentary. Yeah. Wow. And they're, they're basically oblivious to every, or they're in I denial. I they're oblivious. Well, I'm not saying, they're acting oblivious. They're like, they'll be like, so what do you have to say about this, this, and this. And they'll be like, well, we don't know what you're talking about. That's it, just not the culture we have at all. <laughs> it is wild. Wild. It's only four episodes or 45 minutes each. The LuLaRoe, that's what it's called? LuLaRoe. It's named I've after never their, even heard of it. It's the Lou, the La, and the Roe are the na- part of the names of each of their grandchildren. Or, but did you ever hear of that company? Yeah, I've heard of it. Yeah, because they blew up on online, like socials. You would see people posting about it. Yes, I, I, I was. I knew it was a thing. I never did got you into sell it? it. Were no. you a salesperson? No, but you know, this <laughs> reminded me of something I haven't thought of in years. I got got one. I mean, this is different. This is a different type of company. I'm not accusing anybody of being th- at this level, but this is an MLM. Careful. And yeah, I don't think it's bad. Okay, go ahead. Okay, so it was before I joined the radio shows in sales. I did Granite, and I was like showing this customer around, and somehow she bought, she sold me, and she got me to buy Mary Kay from her to be a, a another salesperson under her. But I didn't want to sell it. But she was just so good at it, and I didn't want to tell her no. I wasn't as confident at 23 years old. I didn't want to sell it. That I ended up spending money to buy all this inventory that I never sold. I think my mom ended up buying a few things for me because she felt bad for me. And Mary Kay just basically lived underneath my bed. I didn't want to host any parties. I didn't want to do anything. But I got, I was a part of a, I was recruited. I mean, I'm, Mary Kay's very different than LuLaRoe, but it is an MLM, and I spent money to buy my makeup that I never sold simply because I was too much of a chicken to tell a stranger I don't want to join your Mary Kay club. You didn't get that pink limo or whatever that's good? No, pink Cadillac? <laughs> no, because I wouldn't have been good at it. Like, I wasn't... How do you get a pink Cadillac? My neighbor growing up had one. She, she recruited so much Mary Kay? Yeah, she recruited my mom. But my mom never sold any... I think my mom, we called... Growing up, we had the pink closet. 
And it was all the makeup and we could just go in there and pick out whatever we wanted because my mom wasn't very good at selling it to people. <laughs> so my <laughs> sister and I'd be like, grab something from the paint closet. I'd get one of those pink Cadillacs and paint it immediately. <laughs> if I had enough. No, but I think when you get it, you're you're proud of it because it means you've recruited and sold like a lot of things. And it's a... It's a it's a thing. Qualifying for a pink Cadillac involves purchasing $102,000 worth of Mary Kay goods per calendar year, and maintaining that qualification requires the team to continually purchase at least $50,000 per quarter of Mary Kay products. I don't know. Sometimes I see those pink Cadillacs, and I go, who would get a Cadillac painted that color? Oh, you've go, seen them? Oh, I've oh, seen yeah. a couple of them just driving really? around. Yeah. I'm like, ooh, bubble gum. Oh, that must be Mary Kay. Because mm-hmm. <laughs> it looks like the, the color of bubble gum. They would get watches and rings. This Lula Road documentary? It's cr- crazy. It is bat beep crazy. Mm. These people are, cr- and I feel bad for some of the women. Oh no, it's awful. The w- the women at the bottom. Yes. Well, and the women that were at the top that didn't realize what they were mixed up in, and then they realized and they they tried to get out. I mean, it ruined their lives. It's called Lula Rich on Amazon Prime. If you guys want to watch it. Sounds good. It, it also made me want to get in and make some money. No. It's all uh, what? No. What? What? Yeah. It's I watched all- and I told Kaylin, I said, this is something Ray would totally do. <laughs> totally. Ray, you know you'd be up in this. Come on. <laughs> I just texted my wife. I was like, we got to watch this. Yeah. Ray's going to come Ray's tomorrow. Ray's recruiting us. Hey, guys. Uh, you guys want some Mary Kay? Yeah. <laughs> it, it, what, so Mary Kay is just makeup? Yeah, it's makeup, skincare. They mentioned Amway in this thing, and mm-hmm. I don't even know what Amway was. It looked like a coupon book or something. Hmm. I think, is it Tupperware? No, or it's a lots of things. Tupperware's Tupperware. No, but I mean, I think, it, well, I don't know. I think it's cleaning product. I don't know. Amway's a lot of different things. But it's a sales pyramid. It looks awesome, though. They had these big parties, and they were, like, super broke. Like they had, and, But then they hired Kelly Clarkson for, like, millions of dollars. <laughs> they hired Katy Perry to come sing. It's cool. Oh, like, but they weren't. When they hired Katy Perry, they weren't broke. But no. When they hired Kelly Clarkson, they were. Uh, yeah. Yeah. But um, the party, the event planner dude, he he's just like the the main lady's nephew, and he doesn't even know what the heck he's doing. But they're like, no budget, so he hires Katy Perry. For, wow! For they're like, do whatever you want, no budget. You know what was genius that they did though was when they got Mario Lopez, and they said he was way he underpriced himself, like that he should have charged more. But they got Mario Lopez to come to this event with all these women that, of course, want to take a picture with the guy from Saved by the Bell. And then that's what blew them up on social to begin with because everybody started posting on right, online and people were like, well, Mario Lopez and these women, what's this LuLaRoe? And then, boom, took off. I come in tomorrow wearing those those pants. <laughs> <laughs> Leggings. They, it, they're, they were ugly. Yeah, they're pretty wild and de- yeah, like nothing. Yeah. The thing I kept saying is, how do people even buy these? They're n- they're just not. Well, I really want y'all to watch the documentary, but also I just got to the part last night where it's hilarious, where the graphic designers, I guess, the placement of certain things they didn't really think about. I think like a bird's crawling into a girl's boop. Yeah, like, like oh, on the pants, or like it. a banana's coming okay. out of the. <laughs> 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 like... Wild. Anyway, it's called uh, Lula Rich. It's on Amazon Prime if mm-hmm. you guys want to see it. Bobby Bone Show. Bonehead. Story of the day. This story comes to us from Florida. A 22-year-old man was on a first date, had the chick on the back of the motorcycle. She's holding on tight. He's going a little too fast, and police, woo, woo, try to pull him over for speeding. He's like, nah, I think I'm going to show off for my date. And he leads him on a high-speed chase. I mean, on a date. First date. There's no way she likes that. 
And if she does, though, she might. that might be a keeper. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So what happens? He was going 100 miles an hour, and she kept yelling, stop, stop, stop. He finally pulled over. He was arrested, and she told police, it's our first date. I told him to stop. So no charges <laughs> against her. All right, there you go. I'm Lunchbox. That's your bonehead story of the day. It's been tough for schools to hire bus drivers because nobody wants to do anything anymore. Hard to get people to work at all. Hard to get people to drive buses. And in some counties and some states, they're offering, like, hey, here's a bonus. Here's a signing bonus. Here's, Well, one school in Boston could not get a bus driver to drive them on a field trip, so they had to hire one of these party buses to drive. Oh, wow. And when the bus got there, it had stripper poles in the bus. Oh, my. And so oh, no. they Kids. took it. Well, yeah. I mean, they, like they me. took that bus because it's the only bus they had. I mean, there's a nationwide shortage of bus drivers because the because uh, the pandemic. Some people don't want to do it. Some of the drivers are older and they don't want to be around folks because if they're 75 or 80, you don't want to get COVID. And then it's just a job where you're underpaid. So this teacher was like, I don't know what to do. They called, hired a party bus. It drove up and there were just like six <laughs> poles in it. Oh, my. <laughs> Hilarious. One of the students said, hey, are these real stripper poles? Because they hadn't seen one before. Mm. And so he was just like, we had to do what we had to do to continue the education of our kids. If, Amy, your kids were on a bus like this, would you care? I mean, they have to do what they have to do. I get it. I Why can't they be fireman right. poles? Right. Be honest yes. with you. Why can't we just say, these are what firemen go up and down? Yes. Like, how, here, when we park, y'all can... Play on them. No, no playing on the poles. Oh. No, you didn't. <laughs> <laughs> just okay. hold on to them or something if you need to. But that's or don't it. touch them at all. <laughs> they, the poles are off limits. All right. Bye, everybody. <laughs>